I spent the entire weekend after that Friday night at Anthony's birthday party just ruminating over all of the details of the day and my time with Miguel's family. Um, I was high. I was, I felt so welcomed by all of them. And I felt like I belonged there. I belonged with Miguel. Um, it was just, it was just, it was one of the most fun experiences, most joyful experiences that I've ever known. And I couldn't wait to see Miguel again. Um, I had to fight the urge to text him all weekend or to call him. I hoped that he would call me. I would rush to my phone if it buzzed. Um, but he didn't text. Um, he didn't call either. So Monday rolls around and I'm thinking I'm going to get to see Miguel today. And uh, Monday couldn't come fast enough. I never looked forward to going to work so much as I did that Monday. And made it through just about all my shift. And Miguel comes about five minutes before the shift is up. And he's like, hey, I'll be out in the parking lot. Come talk to me. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and so I close up the gym. I go out to the parking lot. And he didn't seem so at ease. He actually seemed a little frustrated. I said, what's wrong? And he says, sorry, I just got a call that Junior's been locked up. Um, Junior is Miguel's oldest child, um, who's right around my age. Um, Anthony's the, the, his youngest child who we, we had the, uh, how, who he had the, uh, the party for that he invited me to anyway. Um, and I, it, I, I really liked Junior, honestly. Like, I know, like, I get the sense that Junior is kind of the black sheep of the family. And I get the sense that Junior knows he's the black sheep of the family and kind of plays into that role. Um, but he reminds me a lot of myself. He's very, he's very, he's just, he's very sensitive. Um, and I know that he acts out a lot and he's, um, pretty outrageous and he's full of rage. Um, but I think that's because he's just sensitive. Um, and he's been through a lot, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, after Miguel tells me that he says, I was coming down here to tell you how good of a time I had the other night. <sighs> and like, as much as I wanted him to text me all weekend, hearing it face to face from him was, was, I couldn't have asked for better. I couldn't have asked for better. I could tell that he meant it. And I asked him too. I said, I had a great time. I said, I'm curious though. Like, why did you invite me around, you know, your family? Weren't you afraid? Like maybe they'd suspect that maybe there was something going on between us or like I might slip up and say the wrong thing. I mean, I told you I like guys. Why wouldn't you think that I would tell them that? And he kind of just smiled and said, uh, you're cool. I knew you would know how to handle the situation. And to be honest, he said, I really just like having you around. Oh my God. He could just say the most simplest things. And like, it would just, it would just send me in a tailspin. And I told him like, I really liked being around. <laughs> um, and he was like, really? I said, yeah. He said, well, Junior's locked up. Anthony's going to be at his girls this weekend. Why don't you come over Friday? And we'll spend some time together, maybe spend the night together. I couldn't have asked. I couldn't have asked for this. I was 
it took everything in me not to scream like a little girl. Like I was like, like I what? Like yes. I mean, <clears throat> I said yeah, that'd be cool. And he was like, cool. I'll see. I'll see you then. Um, I'll text you on Friday. And I said, okay, cool. And he takes off. I didn't see Miguel for the entire week after that. Um, but Friday comes around. And as you can imagine, I start my shift on Friday. And I'm actually getting off early on Friday. So I let him know, like, hey, I'll be done early on Friday. What time should I come over? He said, how about 6 o'clock? I said, 6 sounds great to me. Um, and it was the slowest shift in history. I mean, I waited. It, it felt like, gosh, you would have thought, it felt like a week's worth of work crammed into a tiny little shift. Um, but I, I packed my clothes with me that morning. I wasn't heading home um, because I was heading home. But anyway, I packed my clothes with me that morning. And after, you know, work let out, I mean, after I punched out, I showered at the gym, which I've never, well, Technically, I have showered at the gym before, but that was, this is the first time I actually showered alone at the gym and not with Miguel with his giant dick inside of me. But um, anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, I shower and I drive over to his place and he's waiting for me on the front porch with just the most welcoming smile. I get out. We kind of do a little bro hug. But as soon as that door closes, like, I get my first kiss of the night. And it's warm. And it's like, it's home. I am just, uh, like, this guy has me. Miguel has me. Like, he owns it. Like, I'm just like, dude, you want to get married? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Um, but anyway, there's a smell, uh, like a really nice smell coming from the backyard. And he's grilling. Um, mm -hmm. carne asada for, for him and what he calls space meat, tofu for me. <laughs> um, cause I, I, it, it's so funny too. Like I mentioned just casually that, you know, I don't eat meat and just the fact that I've never even brought that up again, but he took the time to make tofu. We we're eating tacos, but he had took the time to make me tofu for the tacos. Um, it's just like, he's so thoughtful. He's so sweet and so thoughtful. Um, the food was bomb. And it's funny, like, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just, me. It, it, it meant a lot to me. Like, he never, he's never, he's never probably purchased tofu. He's probably only walked by it before. Um, so the fact that he made it and it was bomb, um, it just, it really, it meant a lot to me. But anyway, that's beside the point. We're chilling on his couch, eating, watching um, TV. He's drinking beer. I have some water. And the subject of Junior comes up. And I say, so how long is Junior going to be, um, you know, locked up for? He said, just a couple of weeks. Um, and then he proceeds to tell me, like, Junior's, Junior's kind of a fuck up. And I was like, I don't know. It kind of bothered me a little bit. I was like, from the little time that I spent with Junior, like, the kid's a star to me. I'm like, this This kid is amazing. If he can figure out a way to, like, harness all of that chaotic energy that he has, like, he's a fucking star. And I was telling him this. I was like, don't call him a fuck-up. Don't call him a fuck-up. He is, like, he is living out the expectations that you guys have put on him. And I said, whatever it is that he's gone through, because from the little bit I know of Miguel, like, I know when he was telling me about 
a certain rough patch in his life that um that was around the time where Junior was a kid and he absorbed a lot of that. I said, like a lot of that bro is on you. Like you can't blame him for the fact that he doesn't know how to handle himself around other people and he acts out the way that he does. I mean, and I started to catch myself, I was like, oh, this is not my business. Um, but I wasn't expecting Miguel to cry. Like he was like, I know, like I wasn't telling him anything him anything that he didn't know and I knew that I know now that he felt guilty for Junior's behavior and I remember taking Miguel in in my arms and just saying like Junior's not a fuck up but you're not a fuck up either like all we can do as human beings is make the most out of what we've been given in life and he's, Miguel's had it hard, I know. Um, I didn't bring up my own. I try not to talk about, like, my own abuse past, especially just because, like, when I'm with Miguel, like, a lot of that stuff just doesn't matter to me. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but I've told him stuff, and he knows stuff. And I was telling him, like, to me, Junior reminds me so much of myself. He's so sensitive and he's so sweet, and he's such a caring individual. He just has to figure out, like, I had to figure out what to do with my energy. And before I had the gym, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with myself. Um, I wasn't as outgoing as Junior is, and I wasn't as, like, um, vocal as Junior can be and volatile as Junior can be. But those emotions that he felt, feels, that rage, like, I had all of that stuff inside of me. And it was only a matter of time before I let it out on somebody. Until I figured out how to do that. Like, I was a dangerous person. So I'm telling Miguel this. And I'm telling him, too, like, like you got to forgive yourself for what you did. And I, I, I was trying to make the point to him, like, forgiveness isn't about, it's not about, it's not an act of doing. Like, you don't, you know, forgive somebody. What happens is, it's like, you just figure out how to understand them. You understand them. Forgiveness is a is a state of being. It's not necessarily an action. Once you can see yourself as that other person and know that given the upbringing and given the nurturement of the situation, like we're all capable of doing the exact same shit. And Junior's going to figure that out for himself too. And he's going to forgive you. But you just got to make sure that you give him the space to be loved, and to know that no matter what, you're always his father, and you're always going to be there for him. And yeah, he's, he was crying. I don't even know if I was making sense with the rambling that was going on. I was, I was, you know, I was in my head about a lot of it. But I remember holding him there, and I could feel his vulnerability. And there was a, almost like a, I don't know, I felt like I always felt so safe with Miguel. And now it felt like in some sort of way, him opening up to me and being vulnerable with me was him asking for my protection. I didn't really know what to do in that moment. I just remember holding Miguel and kissing him kind of on his forehead. And then those kisses eventually moved to his lips. 
We moved our way to the bedroom. I began to undress him. Shirt. Buttoned down. Pants. Hat. Till he was completely naked. And I remember him just standing there. And he looked so broken. And I remember just walking around his body and surveying him like, like he was a sculpture at a museum. Finally, I come up behind him and I give him a kiss right on the back of the neck where I know he likes it. And he whispered to me, it was such a soft whisper, but I heard it like, like an explosion. He said, fuck me. In that moment, I could feel the power dynamic between us start to shift. I could feel something inside me start to, start to come to light. And I laid him out on the bed. I remember the, <clears throat> I remember the, the gasp he made as my tongue entered him, my face moving in between him. And then finally, when I entered him, he was tight. He was tight, but he was so open. Like I could tell this was new, but at the same time it was happening with so much ease. I started out really slowly, thrusting in and out, kind of shallowly. I would get deeper and deeper and deeper until finally I started to work up to a nice pound and he was very vocal. He was calling me baby. He was asking for it, begging for it until I finally reached full rail. And then he was just making almost unintelligible noises and it was loud and it was almost violent. It was so intense. I had to keep like centering my own thoughts so that I didn't bust too early um, because I was amazingly turned on. And then after we had been going for quite a while and he's making all kinds of noise, I remember a thought crossing my head like, this guy's not going to have any voice tomorrow because he's going to have shouted out his whole voice. I mean, he was biting the pillow. He was clamping his hands over his mouth. He was just, he was just in it. <laughs> I mean, I was in it, but he was into it. And eventually he grew silent, almost, almost just spaced out. I had him on his back with his knees pressed almost all the way up to his shoulders. And I was so deep and I was just hitting it, pounding it deeper over and over and over and over. And he stopped calling out. And then he just grew silent. And then his body started to vibrate. Like I could feel him like trembling like almost like deep inside he was trembling. He was trembling all over. Mm -hmm. And then just like without warning, he like erupted. 
everywhere. Like he came so fucking hard and it sent me over the edge. I busted in him. He had come. I've, I've, I've never had anybody come hands free on me before. And so I was shocked. He had never done that before either. He was like wriggling around and like his eyes were like rolled in the back of his head. He's like thrashing all over the bed and like it was intense. I remember collapsing on top of him and then working my way over so that I was cradling him from the side and like I'm still deep inside of him and we're both just like convulsing until we both just kind of pass out. The next morning we wake up. I wake up first. And I get a couple moments where I'm just watching his sweet face, just completely peaceful and sleeping. Man, I could hold on to that look forever. I still think about it. And then he woke up. He had like a smile on his face. And then, you know, like that moment before you fully, your 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 baggage fully sets mm-hmm. in in the morning. He like woke up. He was kind of smiling. And that smile faded. And he just kind of looked at me like, I don't know, not, not shameful, just kind of like submissed, almost shy and, and flighty. Like he was almost um, embarrassed. He gets up and leaves the room. I lay in bed for a little while longer, contemplating what's going on. Like, is he okay? Like, what's going to happen? I put on my clothes and I go and I find him. He's sitting in the backyard smoking a cigarette. I didn't even know he smoked. I don't know what to say to him. I go out into the backyard. He's not talking. I'm not talking. I figure maybe I should give him some space. I placed my hand gently on the back of his right shoulder and I just said, I'm going to hit the road. He doesn't say anything to that, so I turn around and I leave, but he kind of looked back a little bit and said, text me when you're home safe. 